Hello, everybody, and welcome to the show, The Big Show, the most important and critically acclaimed podcast that was recorded in our car. And today we are not we, we are me, me, myself, and I. I am heading down the road today all by my lonesome. Spice is off there at work teaching them kiddos, teaching the the chillin'. Well, okay, college students are not really chilling. So, welcome to the show. Today, getting right, we're going to get right to the subject. It's uh, going to be about ammunition. And when I'm recording this show at the end of January of 2021, there's a ridiculously huge ammo crunch, as there often is in America. And my subject today is how to deal with Getting through ammo crunches if you're on the spot and have been caught short. So that's going to be the topic today. And I'm going to give you a little background. Ammo crunches are something that's happened from time to time. More so recently than uh, in way back in years past because there's a lot more gun ownership than there used to be. In fact, new gun owners are a large part what's driving the current ammo shortage. And there's also a change in the retail space to go along with that as well, which on the surface doesn't necessarily translate to the ammo shortage, but it translates into a distribution change and a loss of distribution efficiency. What am I talking about? I'm talking about the fact that Walmart doesn't sell a lot of the ammunition it used to. And For all of its uh, shortcomings, Walmart does one thing very, very, very well. It gets the distribution right. If they get something in, it gets out of the store. And with the recent changes in corporate policy, ammunition is of many kinds is no longer available at Walmart. And up until recently with some of the... uh, let's say, problems going on. They've cut back even further as to what is available. And that change in the pipeline has put kinks everywhere. If you talk to or listen to uh, people at the gun manufacturing or the ammunition manufacturing um, companies, they're making ammunition 24-7, 365, and they're making more ammunition than they've ever made before. They're pumping it out the door. So where is it? Why can't people just go to the local gun shop and buy or pick up a couple boxes of 9mm? Well, I mean, the answer to that is pretty obvious. First of all, there's the hoarders. The people who come in and buy the limit every day that they can get it, no matter the price. And there are people who are out there like that. In the last big ammo crunch following Sandy Hook, back when Walmart was still selling ammunition across the board of all kinds, people would come in and they would literally stand in line waiting for the ammo uh, shelves to be stocked. And they would stand there in line and then buy them. And then they would take that ammo that they bought at Walmart at Walmart price and take it to the gun shows and double or triple or quadruple the prices. If you want to go to a gun show and pay double, triple, quadruple the price for a uh, box of ammo, you can still get ammunition because, in a sense, the hoarders are still out there. Now, 
this is a prepping podcast, and so I need to express the difference between a prepper and a hoarder. A prepper is somebody who buys and stores things in a time of plenty. For example, if I ordered a case of 9mm white box, full metal jacket for for plinking, and I did it in a normal time, okay? I mean, I've done that many times. That's not hoarding. That's just buying a stock of ammunition to shoot. Were I to be doing that today with the idea of keeping that so that nobody else could get it or turning around and marking it up and selling it, I would be a hoarder and a gouger. I personally have some ammunition that I would actually sell right now because I'm, I'm a little overstocked in a few calibers. I'm not ridiculous, but you know, I've got, but I can't really figure out a way to do it because I want to make sure that, you know, that I do it in a responsible manner. I'm not going to sell it to just anybody because I don't know. I'm not, I'm not a, a firearms dealer. I'm not a, uh, this is not what I do. Okay. And I don't want this coming back. I mean, you somebody shoot somebody with his ammo and then I get sued for it. You know, that's not, you know, I don't, I'm not insured for that. So I'm very hesitant to do that sort of thing. Um, and I could not in good consciousness sell ammunition that I bought for $10 a box of 50 for a nine millimeter for what these people are charging. I went on to everybody's favorite gouge gun site. I'm not going to mention the name because these guys have lawyers and they will sue. But let's just say they are claimed to be uh, more inexpensive than soil and leave it at that. And I saw the price of a box of, of white, a white box, you know, just range full metal jacket ammunition. Normal price on that. If you go to a gun store, full retail, twelve fifty for a box of fifty. Now this is the cheap stuff, hundred and twenty bucks. Are you kidding me? So, okay, salty. We all know this. We all know it's the problem. You're just telling us there's a problem. We know there's a problem. Give me answers. Okay, I'm going to give you answers. First of all, do not buy any of that stuff. Don't buy any of it. Just skip it. Do not buy range ammo. Do not buy full metal jacket ammo at those prices. Period. End of discussion. Don't do it. There will be days in the future when you can pick up your range ammo. All right? This may mean you don't get to shoot for a while, or you may get to practice dry firing or whatever, because, you know, it's just the way it is. I would rather spend that money on a laser targeting system that you can practice with lasers, you know, the guns that simulate lasers. I'd rather spend that money on that and then have that and then practice with that than, than, than spend five to six times what ammunition is actually worth to buy it for range ammo. Here's my caveat. If you need carry ammo, if you need personal defense ammo, then, I mean, if you buy a gun and you just literally have nothing to shoot in it, I can see getting a box of, of 50, whatever the cheapest thing you can buy, just to get it, you know, get it sighted in, get it broken in. I can see that, but not... Man, this is not the time to be buying new stuff. If you need range ammo, it's just not the time to buy it. 
it's better to come up with a plan B, better to do something else. And that, that means, like I say, buy laser stuff, dry fire practice, take training, uh, do all kinds of other things. Uh, work on familiarizing yourself with accessorization. Uh, look into calibers where the ammunition is available or is a lot less difficult to come up with. Okay? Look 12-gauge. It's a lot easier to find 12-gauge right now. I'm not saying it's everywhere you look, there's 12-gauge, but it's a lot easier to find 12-gauge right now. It's a lot easier to find, even though it's not particularly cheap, the off-gauge or off-caliber ammo. 32 ACP, you can find. Uh, 7.62 Nagant, you can find, if you happen to have a Nagant revolver, which I do. Uh, I got a whole case of the stuff, so I don't need it. But... You can find that stuff. You can find the off-caliber stuff if you really need something to practice with. And reloaders, I'm coming back to you in a bit. Because I can hear you screaming out there, reload, reload, reload. Yeah, well, where are you getting your primers? Where are you getting your powder? Come on, reloaders. Where are you getting, the, where are you getting those, uh, those large and small primers right now? They're not on the shelves of my gun shop. And they're not on the shelf of yours either. So, you know, reloading is great as long as you have the supplies bought ahead of time. Okay, getting back to what to do. 12-gauge is fairly available. It's also outstanding home defense round. It's a fantastic home defense round. I was looking at another website, seeing steel case, risky ammo, made in, in, at the Barnall factory in what used to be the Soviet Union. I'm not really sure if they're in the Ukraine or where exactly that is, but it's made, that's where it's made. Normal price on it's five bucks a box, a twenty. Current price forty four dollars. No, do not buy steel ammunition at forty four dollars. No, just no. Don't do it. Use an alternative. Okay, so personal defense ammo. If you need it, buy it because it is what it is. If you, but if you have your um, ready magazines filled with personal defense ammo, personally, I have three ready magazines. And I have them filled with my favorite type of personal defense ammo, uh, which, by the way, for 9mm is uh, gold dots, in case you're wondering. Although I also like Hornady Critical Defense. I like them both, actually. And Liberty, that Liberty stuff, I kind of like it, too. It's, I often put that in my carry gun simply because it's so light. It keeps the gun weight down. Personal defense ammo, if you need it, you got to buy it, whatever it costs. But you're not shooting it at the range right now so this is not something you're going to be you know shooting up anytime soon we hope concentrate on the stuff you can get and wait for it things will become available sooner or later unless it just doesn't and if it just doesn't you just if it just doesn't there's there's times when you don't you know you didn't get on the boat you got to get on the boat if you're not on the boat sometimes you miss you snooze you lose um, if you are familiar with 3BY, you can go, or if you're not, you can go back and do a search on it. How many times I've been, you know, begging people, screaming people, now is the time to buy. Ammo is everywhere. It's dirt cheap. You can find sales on it. Buy, buy, buy. I have a good friend, young man I used to work with. He's now changed jobs, but he's a, he's a good man, young man. And he kept buying these guns. He's like, oh yeah, I got to get me this and I got to get me that. He bought a... He bought a, a, 
223 uh, Saint. He bought a M1. He bought you know all these really great guns, and I'm like, man, you know, this is a couple years ago. I'm like, buddy, you you just gotta stop buying guns and buy some ammo to put in those guns. I know it's not as sexy. I know it's not as fun. I get that, but if and when there comes the next shortage, you will thank me for stopping you from buying a gun for six months or nine months and just buying ammo for the guns you've already got. Stock yourself up a reasonable amount so you could shoot. And ran into him in the grocery store the other day. And he came right over to me and said, you were so right. You were so right. Everybody else is just flailing around. He says, I got great deals on two or three guns because guys sold them. They don't have any ammo to shoot with them. There you go. So here's what else I know. People who are, have, are hoarding now will want to sell later. So as soon as this stuff starts easing up, they're going to want to get their money back out of this. So the prices are going to drop quickly when you start seeing stuff back out on the shelf again. And you will. There was a huge amount of new gun buyers in the last six months. And that's, that's backing off. Because a lot of the people who were um, worried about the election bought a lot of guns and they needed the ammo for it. That's where some of this came from. That's where a lot of this came from. There are other reasons I won't go into. And I'm not a tinfoil hat guy. So, I, you know, I don't believe in, in conspiracy theories about what's going on with the ammo. I have a friend in the industry, and he told me. This is a man I went to school with. This is a man I trust. And he works for one of the biggest companies out there. I can't mention the name. But they're big. They're one of the big three or four. Um, it's 24-7, 365. And they're going hard at it. They're pushing out more bullets than they've ever pushed out. And those bullets are going into boxes, and those boxes are going to consumers. They're not going to the government. And this is a man I trust. This is a man I trust with my life. So, the bullets are getting made. Sooner or later, and I suspect it'll be sooner, they're going to become available again. And as the prices drop, and as availability comes back towards normal, I don't know how many months it'll take, all of the sudden there will be a big excess. That's exactly what happened after Sandy Hook. Finally, after all that time, when when 22 Long Rifle finally became available again, and then it was everywhere. And then you could buy, you know, great, you could find great deals on the stuff because, you know, they were still manufacturing 24-7, 365, and yet people weren't buying it like crazy anymore. So that's when I bought. And that's when you should buy too. Not now. You got to put that off. If you have to buy, buy what's available. I know this is not what you want to hear. I want you to log into this thing and, oh, he's going to find me some great place. No. I would avoid gun shows like the plague because, frankly, we have a plague going on. Ah, sorry, it's a joke. No, I would have, I, I, you know, I have no interest in going to a gun show. None. I don't want to buy a gun from some guy I'm, that's never going to be in town again when I got good local people. No, sir. I have no interest in buying. Uh, guns of dubious backgrounds because I just have no interest in that. I, I don't need that type of firearm. It just, I don't. I don't need that in my life. So we press on. We do what we can. I hope this information was at least uh, confirming 
some of the things you may have been thinking. Hopefully, hopefully I'm not the only person that thinks this stuff. And uh, you can let me know. Let me know in the comments. Let me know in the uh, of the uh, article that I'll write to go along with this. Let me know on the uh, telephone line. You can find that at our website. You can call. You can call in and leave me a voice message. Who knows? Maybe someday I will do a uh, listener comments thing. I was interested to know that we're in the top ten percent of all podcasts worldwide. Which I thought was really strange to think that many people were listening to us. So, you know, it's kind of cool. Just a couple of people driving down the road in her car talking. But, you know, whatever. All right. I hope this was of use to you. And we'll see you later. <laughs>